Hi, I'm Carlyn Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Well, you all know I clearly love coffee. Well, I also love food and I enjoy it. It's always been since I was a kid, social. Um, My grandmother, everyone's grandmother was the best cook ever, but honestly, mine really was the best cook ever and the best hostess and presentation and could give the most amazing parties. And so anyway, to this day, for me, you know, going and enjoying a meal with somebody or a coffee with somebody or it's just, it's it's just so much fun. And a good friend of mine um, who is a Yelper, yes, that's a thing was Yelp Elite and then she nominated me and I got seconded and all that and so I'm a Yelp Elite member and um, so I like doing food reviews too and I know like for some people they're like oh I feel bad trashing someone's business etc and and I you know I I don't trash people's business so I don't like to say it like that for me it's constructive feedback and based on my experience that I had and so I am a Yelp Elite member, which means you get invited to do cool things, you get invited to try new places, go to openings, etc. Well, one day I was doing some of my reviews, and I noticed that two of my favorite coffee shops had negative reviews. And then, you know, you look at that and go, what's wrong with these people? They're the greatest ever. Um, one is Foxtail and Lake Nona, which I love their coffee. I've always had great service. I've never had subpar um, quality of anything there. And the other was Vanessa's Coffee Shop in Lake Nona, which I know both of those actually have other locations too, but particularly these are my Lake Nona locations. And Vanessa's to me is amazing as well. The staff is always so nice and warm. The food is always incredible. Coffee is delicious. So, And then another favorite coffee shop I have is CF- CFS, Coffee for the Soul, and that's also a chain too. And we have one of those in Lake Nona as well. And um, I, I saw there was also some low stars on that. And I'm like, of course I get a little defensive, right? Oh, these are my favorite coffee shop. I love these. Like, I've always had great experiences. And, and you know, the more we think about, like, when you, when you see these negative reviews or negative opinions or opinions that are not of your own, just that's all they really are, right? They're just other people's opinions about something. And I stop myself from taking it so personally. I'm like, why am I taking it personally? They may have had a bad experience. They may have had an off day. There's not just the same people that work there, you know, every time I happen to go. Um, So who am I to sit there and I'm not even going to argue with anybody because they're entitled to their opinion. And that's fine. Um, All I can do is is do my opinions and my reviews based on what I think from my view of the world, which as we all know, can be filtered and I might have different expectations of different things than other people do. And that's okay. That's totally okay. And I remember, you know, pre-social media days where that was perfectly fine. You could have a conversation with somebody and they could be like, oh my gosh, that was my favorite sandwich shop. And somebody else could be like, really? I think their bread is terrible. It, it, you know, is this and this and this and this. 
And we'd all go on our merry ways and be like, okay, you kind of agree to disagree, right? Like, that's fine. You like this one. I like that one. The world's okay. But social media has completely ruined that ability. And and I don't blame the platform of social media. I love social media. Super fun. Part of my job. Love it. Because I see the good and the good that it enables, which is connecting people, connecting the world, showing fun cat videos. I mean, all the positivity you can put out in the world through social media is a beautiful thing. But unfortunately, what I believe it's done is it's also opened up the world of easy opinions. And we also have opened up ourselves to be super, super vulnerable as well, because we're essentially putting our lives out there for the entire world to criticize and to have opinions about and to see and comment, like, not like, share, all the stuff. And I was talking to a really good friend of mine lately, and we were talking about, like, her teenage kids. And, um, you know, one of them battles anxiety, other struggles with depression. And and we were talking about our childhood, and we're like, I don't remember ever having these problems or, or knowing people that had these kinds of problems. Like, what is it that's different? Is it a different parenting style? Or, you know, I think a lot of it does have to do with social media because we're essentially begging the world when we post a photo or a comment or whatever on there of ourselves like selfie right we're all about selfie generation we're essentially begging the world for validation of us ah let's just stop and think about that for a minute you are begging complete strangers to like please like me please share please leave me and drop a a positive comment on a piece of content I've created, a photo of me, um, something that I've done, a video, reel, a YouTube, a TikTok, whatever it is. And it's like, well, no wonder people have such unhealthy views of themselves or feel anxious or feel like they, they're not keeping up with everyone else. And, and we're essentially saying, yeah, judge yourself by everyone else's highlights reel out there. Not everybody's putting all the ugliness and, and hurt and anger and frustration and bad things that happen in their lives on social. And so I feel like we're putting ourselves at the mercy of others. And I don't even think we've seen really the long-term social effects of this type of environment for maybe even another generation, to be honest with you. And I just was thinking about this in terms of leadership. Oh, and I was talking to another friend of mine too. I had the honor to speak at Concordia University, Irvine last weekend to um, a group of, oh my gosh, amazing educators from all over Southern California, administrators. And I was talking to a friend of mine who works for the university and asking her, like, how do you feel about this generation? You know, the generations in college and the college age and they're coming out. She's like, I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm nervous for them. Because I think there is such a bigger spotlight on us. And I think people are seeking others' validation and affirmation more than ever when they're not getting it. You know, they they take it deep. They take it deep into their hearts, in their minds, and their souls. And I think this is what impacts so much of the mental health and well-being and what cre- creates depression. And then also we have bullying and cyberbullying and online bullying, I think is even worse than like when they used to bully on the playground and we didn't have phones back in the day because you can't walk away. I mean, you can, but it's so much harder. And other people don't even know you. Or it makes it easier to just jump on a phone and type something because I don't have to look at you. I'm not physically with you. There feels like less threat to make comments and nasty comments and, you know, argue with people we don't know. I seriously 
that still baffles me sometimes. It's like, would you just walk up into a grocery store? And I know I've said this before, but like walk up to a grocery store and just start arguing with somebody you don't know about something political or random. It's like, no, of course not. So why the hell are people thinking it's okay to do this on a social platform is beyond me. Anyway, I digress. But as leaders, when I think about what can we do to really help um, this generation of entering the workforce and heck any generation really because I feel like it's the world around us you know even people in their 40s and 50s are feeling very vulnerable and like they don't want to voice their opinion because they're afraid of what other people will think and I feel like we've just we've lost our fortitude I think as people we've lost our resilience in the face of naysayers and opinions and we're so fearful of what other people are going to think of us that we literally let that impact every decision every moment of every day well that's not being a leader a leader is somebody who is out there in the front and almost like the trendsetter who's going to say no I'm going to do it this way and this is where I'm forging ahead and I want y'all to walk alongside of me and let's do this together and affirm and validate others in positive ways and give of course we need to be accountable to each other and we need to give feedback but you do it in constructive ways you don't do it in ways that are going to harm and hurt you do it in ways that are going to help and with love speaking the truth in love and I think that this is where we as leaders need to take a really hard look at ourselves because I can't tell you how many times in my social feed, especially this, this week after the horrible tragic event that happened in Texas and, and with the, at the school, um, I'm really disappointed in a lot of leaders, quote unquote, and I'm going to use that word in quotes, that I know that are posting like, nobody needs your prayers, we need gun control, or nobody wants this or, you know, that, we need this, 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 and just just angry and just awful, horrible things and arguing with each other again on Facebook. And it's like, do you not realize what you're doing and what you're putting out there in the world? I get we all have feelings. We all feel lots of things in those types of situations, anger, hurt, frustration, all of it. But then can you not pick up your phone when you're feeling all those feelings? It's just the same as you need to assess your own feelings. You need to to get the emotions out in a healthy way. And then you can take a step back and have objective actions. I understand like the hurt and the frustration and all of that. What I don't understand is people 15 times removed from that situation making it about them and making it about their opinion and about their what they think should do and making it about like I don't want I don't care what you have to say this is what's right and I'm like oh my god do you not see what you're doing to the whole world could we all just take a beat and just like feel for what the parents who were directly impacted and the administrators and the educators are feeling in that moment and I just anyway it dumbfounds me how ridiculous people do and they think they're making a difference by spouting out stuff in social media it's like who are you in fact infecting who are you affecting no you are infecting not affecting and to me it just creates more like then you're putting other people on the defensive when they're like well but I don't feel like there's much I can do Except for me, I am a I am a person of faith, and I want to pray for those people for comfort, for God's comfort, for you know to help them. That's not a wrong thing either. Just because you think that's not helping, 
doesn't make it wrong. So why the heck do we do this? Why do we just sit there and we point fingers at everybody else and trash everybody else's way of doing things? It's it, it, ironically, these are the same people who say they're so inclusive and they're so open and so everything. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't think that word means what you think it means to allow people to to just, you know, be and what they can and can't do. And need. you can argue with me all you want, but come on, guys, be leaders, take it off social media, put positivity out there in the world, you know, put more encouragement out there in the world, set the bar, set the tone. Like, and then if you do have things to say, do it in a constructive way. Do it in a direct message. Why don't you call up somebody? Like, have a, I don't know, an in-person conversation or a telephone conversation for a change. Just just stop with all the, the stuff out there, you know? I mean, it just, it's not helpful. Anyway, let's get into some sips before I keep going on and on and on. So, first sip. It's so important to keep opinions in perspective. When you have a thought or opinion, if the first, or when you hear a thought or opinion, if the first thought in your head is, what will others think, or what are they thinking about me, or what are they going to think if I say something, you got to ask yourself, why do I care? Why do I care? Why does that matter? Really think on that. And then what's the worst that can happen when you do express an opinion? And I'm, I'm talking a lot more too in like the work environment. When you're in a conference call, when you're in a Zoom or a school or a classroom, or I mean, why am I stopping myself from speaking up, raising my hand, sharing my ideas, being innovative, because I'm worried about what other people think? And then again, why does that matter? And what's the worst that can happen? I think as long as you're presenting your opinions in ways that leaders should, professional, you know, encouraging, helpful, not harmful ways. What's the worst that can happen? All right. Second sip. Second sip. Take your brain off of record skip. All right. For people who don't know what a record skip is, although records have made a comeback, so I'd be very disappointed, my Gen Z listeners, if you don't know what a record skip is. But it is when the needle, when you're, you have a record player, you put a record on it, and when the needle gets caught onto one of the grooves and it skips and skips and it, and it repeats the same uh, tone, mess, note, sentence over and over and over again. Take your brain off of record skip. When you share your opinion and feedback, don't keep repeating in your head. Like when a record skips, don't keep repeating it over and over and over again. Oh gosh, what did I say? What did I say? Oh, saying it again. Oh, I shouldn't have said it that way. Oh, and then someone, if they have an opinion about it, repeating what they said in your brain over and over and over again because you're beating yourself up now because I do it. I do it all the time. You repeat the whole scenario. You replay it, replay it, replay it. It's like, what good does that do? It happened. You, if you said something that maybe wasn't your best self, then learn from it and move on. There is nothing you can do short of having a time machine to go back and, and redo that. Playing things and replaying things over and over in our head is harmful, not helpful. All right, and the last sip. Likes, comments, shares are not your validation. Validation affirmation comes from a life impacted, a verbal, thank you so much for being a mentor for, to me. Thank you for your leadership. Those are the kinds of affirmations that should mean the most. 
and trying to get those public likes and comments and impressions and all of that, that shouldn't be where our heart is and that shouldn't be what we're going after. I know that it can feel good like, wow, I got 3,000 views of one of my posts, but that shouldn't be the motivation of why you put content out there into the world. I think a lot of you, I know I've heard from you that you follow me on LinkedIn or Leadspirations or Life is Grit, some of my different handles where I want to put positive quotes out there and, and affirming quotes out there. And I know hopefully it is helpful. And I will admit, sometimes I think, oh gosh, like four people like that. Well, that didn't really impact anybody, did it? But it's not about quantity. It's about quality. And if you impact one person, one life, one person sends you a message, an email, a text, a, a verbal, you know, calls you and just says, thank you for that. I needed that word today. I needed what you said today. It came at the exact right time. Thank you for putting things out there. Or you see one, even just one person share something of yours that matter. Again, I don't do all of that for that kind of affirmation validation. And none of us should do those things for that. Because truly what we should be doing as leaders is creating a ripple effect what you put out there in the world, you want to you wanna toss that, that stone in the lake and you want to create a ripple effect. And sometimes we don't even ever know when and how and where we've impacted somebody. And for me, yeah, the one note or an email or a card or something, it matters in the sense of, oh, okay, what I'm doing is helping. That's awesome. But if I never got that, I would still keep doing what I'm doing. Because I feel like it's my vision, it's my mission, it's my calling, you know, to put out there in the world. And if we focus more on that and with the intent of helping and not get caught up in the quantity of it and the likes and the shares and the numbers, I think you will be more inclined to impact somebody even when you don't even realize it. And when you do things like that, don't worry about the opinions that come back at you. Don't worry about somebody maybe saying something negative or comment. There's you. The good news is you don't have to respond. You don't have to even absorb that. They want to say what they want to say. All right, have at it. It shouldn't impact who you are, what you're putting out there in the world, and your precious you know thoughts and and things that you want to put out there to help others. Opinions are just that right? There's someone's point of view, someone's perception, and they are not reality. I really hate that phrase. Perception is reality. No, it's really not. Perception is literally perception. It's someone else's point of view from their seat. It's your point of view from your seat with all your filters, all your thoughts, all of what's going on in your head. So don't let angry like people online make you feel like your voice doesn't matter. Don't let the opinions of others in the boardroom, the classroom, the church, wherever, community group, PTA, stop you from, from sharing your thoughts or sharing an idea or having the courage to speak up and say something when you know it does matter and you know it will help constructively, of course. Don't let anybody else make you feel inferior without your consent, Eleanor Roosevelt. And, you know, welcome the feedback and determine too, you know, like when I go back to my coffee shop example, it's like if I just listened to what everyone said about Vanessa's or Foxtail or these coffee shops online, maybe I wouldn't go and visit them or have the wonderful experiences I've had there. So can't always trust people's opinions, can you? So, and that's okay. They're entitled to that, but make sure you go and you make up yours 
and that yours is, matters no less than anybody else's. That's what leadership is all about. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.